This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hey! It is us. It is I, Sarah Weems. And I am here to talk to you about fan fiction. And along with me, I have... Um, It's me, Ashley. Uh, And I'm here to learn about stuff I don't know about. (laughs) And I'm Steffi, and I know a little bit about what's about to happen, but not a whole lot. And together we make OT3. And behind the the ship steering us all is our lovely uh, man behind the curtain, Jaren. Jaren? So, you know. Jaren, Jaren. Jaren, Jaren. Jaren, Jaren. It's me. Yeah. Uh, I'm here listening. And I... Did you forget oh. his last name? No, I almost said Jaron Martinez. <laughs> Jaren and I go, Jartines. I didn't introduce anybody else with their last name. That feels weird. And then I was like, oh, we'll just go Jaron, Jaron. Jaron. Okay. You know, Jaron. Like Moon Moon. Moon Moon, Jaron, Jaron. Moon Moon. Moon Moon. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, real quick. Hello, everybody. Thank you for our second episode on podcast platforms. Welcome, welcome. We got our little first review. Thank you so much, our dear friend. I had it open, Dominic, for oh reviewing. God. You put Actually, a review out before we even put an episode out. Ten you know, out I'll ten, take over dude. from here. Uh, if you want a shout out in our episodes, uh, please leave a review at iTunes, Audible, or anywhere you can leave a review. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, and like I said, we'll randomly pick someone to give a shout out to. So today, Dominic, thank you so much. This really means a lot to us. Yeah, it was a really nice review. It made us feel really good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we like freaked out about it for like, I don't know, an yeah, hour. Because the review was up before the episode was. And I was like, oh, we already have a review. <laughs> <laughs> but uh nonetheless, I was a little frazzled there for a minute. Uh but so today we are going to talk about the wonderful and crazy world that is um the Omegaverse, which you're like, oh what the is that um first things first i would love to hear your knowledge ashley of the megaverse what do you know of this um okay so i am definitely not very knowledgeable but um i do like i am really into like you know i always talk about vampire werewolf stuff so with the werewolf stuff i have heard of like something like like the term abo um, and, and then it's like basically like alpha, beta, omega, and these are like classes. I haven't yet understood it in the way that it goes into like fan fiction. And like, I know it's a lot bigger than just like a tiny slice of the internet or like not even the internet. Like, I think it's bigger than what I think it is, is what. Okay. And Steffi, what do you think about it? Uh, everything I know about it, I've learned from Lindsay Ellis and that's about it. I did not know this existed before last year. So, yeah, I don't think I really knew it existed before, like, a year ago. I hate that I've known about it for so many years. So <laughs> many. I've been reading fan fiction long before I should have, um, as I've made jokes about in previous episodes. But uh, I actually stumbled upon this trope, ABO, uh, when I was really in the Glee fandom. Ooh. Yeah. So, like, my first, like, experience with that was, like, Kurt Hummel. And I was like, I, and all the fans that surrounded that. Yeah. Yeah, Steffi, ain't ain't that something? I'm kind of speechless. Uh, Mm -hmm. I, okay. 
There is a whole website that was just Kurt and Blaine fan fiction, and it wasn't on AO3 or any on fanfiction.net. And I used to go there all the time. Mm -hmm. So that's where I I first found it. I was going to say, though, like, can we ask Jaren what he thinks it is? Oh, yeah. Jaren, what do you think it is? (laughs) I mean, honestly, I had I got nothing. I got no clue. (laughs) I mean, ABO, like it's Alpha, Beta, Omega, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm assuming it's like a dominance kind of thing. I I don't really know. <laughs> that, that's like that's like my, my guess. Okay, well I'm gonna preface this by saying we are going to talk about some very mature themes in this episode, but I'm gonna try and stay away from them in a way. And I also want to acknowledge that um, to some community and genders, uh, they are very against this as a concept because it feels like it is fetishizing a part of their lives or um, just it, it's not great. And I'd like to acknowledge that. And I apologize. I apologize if we say something you guys don't particularly agree with, but I'm going to try and make this uh, as um, non-offensive as possible. So here we go. We're going to try our best. So I, uh, this is me giving heads up. All right. Now, do you know what fandom started abo what fandom? i feel like i heard i've told you guys this. about it before because i think it's I so i remember it was so surprising is it teen wolf no no it, it, it existed was... before teen wolf i personally want to say batman but i don't think that's right i know where you're getting that idea Steffi, and we'll get there later and I, I know i know exactly where i'm getting uh, that idea can you give me a year oh like 15 years ago okay oh, maybe less than Oh, geez. I don't know. Okay. Supernatural. Dang oh, God, it. of course. It I is. was on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. Oh, and uh, the it, it was not a supernatural fan fiction. No, 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 no. It was a real person fan fiction about Jared and Jensen Ackles. Oh, yeah. So a real people so, fan fiction. Though I will say that there are some people who say that there are some themes uh, originally in the Star Trek. I believe it is an episode called Amok Time from 1967. But the online community really attributes this one fan fiction to creating it. Okay. Um, other really big top fandoms. It's really interesting because um, I actually, a lot of what I'm having, I'm going to go over today is from a PowerPoint I made with my friends for a PowerPoint night where you all make little fun PowerPoints and be like, I'm going to teach you something that you don't know about. I um, still can't believe this is a thing. I... And- <laughs> Yeah, I, Sarah told me about PowerPoint nights and I was like, this is adorable. But like, I also feel like I'm at school or something. But like, oh, yeah. apparently it's popular. Like, have I just, did I miss that? I missed that. Okay. Anyways, carry on. <laughs> yeah. So some of the top fandoms, this is where I think it's really interesting because I went and looked at the current top fandoms versus this top fandoms from this PowerPoint night, what, six months ago? Um, what I have written down, Hannibal, Supernatural, MCU, BTS, Teen Wolf, my Hero Academia. I feel like those are all top fanfic contenders to begin with anyways. Mm-hmm. Yes. But recently, uh, Haiku, the volleyball anime, I don't know if I say it correctly, that is now also rise in the ranks. And so has Voltron and Yuri on Ice in the last Ooh. couple of months. Uh, okay. You know? Okay. It. It makes sense from where I understand this is going. So, so these are top fan fics in general fandoms. or top fan fics, fandoms just in general? In, okay. In, no, uh, top fandoms in this trope. 
Um, oh, so okay. there in in the alpha beta omega tag within AO3, there are a hundred and three thousand fix. Um, so it it's very quite popular. Um, but I, we've talked a lot about like the fandoms and all that. But what is it? And mm. what it is is that there's a hierarchy, um, very similar to that that we know of of wolves, quote unquote. Um, that is assigned to a person at birth or they discover what it is when they reach maturity. Um, but everyone has one. And the usual three are the alpha, beta, omega. And the alpha is, uh, the leader, um, generally more aggressive, more protective. Um, and then he has, he or she, um, that's, this is kind of always viewed as a secondary gender. That is like, that is a very important key part of this. Yeah, like um, both uh, the both genders. You could be, be a female and or, an alpha, mm-hmm. and you could be a male and an omega, or vice versa. Um, or Kids the switch, mix and match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, this is the alphas have the ability to, or have the physique of. Um, a, a male wolf, and if you ever know anything about how dogs uh, have sex, uh, they, uh. yeah, <laughs> they, okay, <laughs> uh, there is a knot at the base of their dicks uh, that uh, helps um, impregnate the female dogs, and so that is a prevalent key factor in most ABO fan fiction. Okay. 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 Um, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Then. Okay. Turn <laughs> in the background being like, oh. Uh, Ooh. All right. And so like, that's, that's the big thing. Uh, then Omegas, um, they are the like kind of lowest on the totem pole. They're very submissive. Um, they have the ability to get pregnant, whether they are male or female. Um, as their first gender or sex, um, maybe gender is not the word. Maybe sex is the correct word. Yeah. They're assigned sex of birth. They can ha- have children. Either either way, yeah. Either way, the if you are a um, assigned sex of male at birth, their asshole is self lubricating. Oh, whoa! <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> what? You lost me. <laughs> you lost me. <laughs> I, okay. Um, of all the ways you were going to finish that sentence, <laughs> yeah, that was like, not it. Me and Snappy were like waiting for it. Like, <laughs> like waiting for it. <laughs> I was like, why did it take us so long to speak? <laughs> oh. Oh, that's a big drop. Okay. Um, <laughs> effective. Effective. Okay. Jesus. Okay. Okay. It's okay. okay. Is that a universal trait the community like yes. agreed on? Yes. That's crazy. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, because now there's the second. Well, here, there's also a third factor, which is a beta, which is kind of a normal, more normal human. Like they have a little bit of uh, stereotypes from each, but they re- they don't have any of those two elements that I've mentioned uh, before. Um, okay. So, the, so like if we want to put no. it, like, the alpha's got the. Got some but, weird dicks. Okay, and then betas are normal. Uh-huh. And then the omegas, I guess, if it's uh, female the sex, ab- they're kind of the same. And then the male sex is the one that has the slight adjustment. 
Yes. But no matter what, they can get pregnant. But they but can no get pregnant. Okay. And they always have a slippery butthole. It's, it's yes. Uh, I, I don't but know how it, much. It's not, it it's the not always too? the females with, like, I. sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. That's kind of more up there. But uh, if it, it's more kind of, it, it's basically what is due is is kind of switching the the <laughs> normal perception or the conceived perception of female male and switching them and making them available to all. Okay. And this is why I was trying at the beginning being like, there are some people in like the trans community who are very pro and very anti ABO because it feels like it's either fetishizing or it's kind of making fun of, or some people embrace it being like, Oh, this is kind of what I want. So like, that's why I'm like trying to be careful about it because it, it's, it's weird. And that's why it's controversial. I, I, it's yes. like in most things, like some people want a realistic approach to something that they're going with. Well, somebody, some people want more of like a fantastical, totally can never happen approach because that's what comforts them. There's no right or wrong. Uh, remember, always be respectful no matter what. Yes. Um, and there's more to this. Oh, okay. God. Let's keep going. Um, if you're ready. Which yeah. no, anybody who knows animals mm-hmm. of any kind knows that generally uh female sexed animals go into heats mm-hmm. where they just are trying to get pregnant mm-hmm. so that is also a factor in omegas okay. they go into heat heat okay uh and it, likewise the alphas go into rut which is them just needing to uh satisfy themselves get it on as yeah and there is a very common trope that and omegas, omegas heats are kind of like, generally they're pretty, like a female period. Like they're pretty monthly or every once a year. Like there's usually a there's cycle. some kind of cycle, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. But the male's ruts generally are not such, and they are triggered by an omega's heat. Gotcha. And so the whole point is that like, if you are in a committed relationship, and also, this is all fan fiction. None of this is real life. I just need to say that. This is this is <laughs> just in case. This is a thing people uh, have made up and liked yes. it so much that it has become a bigger Huge. thing. Huge. 103,000 fix. On just one side alone. On one side alone. Not counting live journal. This was really, really popular on live journal. Um, I missed this. Anyway, not sorry. on the right forums. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we didn't on, on the right forums. And I ended up there and I hate myself. Uh, because you can't look at, like, when they fucking came out with Disney or Universal or somebody came out with an entire fucking series called Alpha Omega. There is a TV series. And every single time I look at that, I go, <gasps> oh, no. God, I hate everything. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Welcome. Not a lot of research on their part or maybe too much research. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Um, but nonetheless, so uh, when an Omega is going into heat, uh they get very uh, nest-like is kind of, I don't know how to say it. They get very homey. Like they want to create a oh. place for themselves. They make quote unquote nests. Pack? Like nesting? No, not yeah. ne- no, nesting. Like not a pack. They basically like get all the soft blankets and like pillows oh. and they make like a nest. Well, I mean, this is actually kind of like a, a natural biological thing that I think happens when like 
female creatures do get pregnant or like that kind of thing. Like, cause like women do it too. Like they'll be like, I got to get the house ready and stuff. So I guess in this sense, they just put it to who like an Omega in heat. So it can be just any one of the Omegas going into heat. Apparently want to start like creating like a little, like a little den nest area. Um, yeah. Uh, and usually, um, the Omegas kind of lose their sense of self and their ability to think and they make poor oh. choices and there's lots of conversations like the the thing is is like this is a, i'm just going to give the broad understanding of what this is and then i want to go into like more of the tropes and why and everything so uh that's that's the basis of it do we have questions comments or concerns i just I love that a community can come together and just agree <laughs> on what's canon in this universe of tropes. Uh, that is beautiful. Uh, beyond that, what the fuck? <laughs> but that, like, it's like it's if you're gonna have your kinks, you're gonna have your kinks. No, I'm sorry if I'm feeling judgy or anything, but you do you. As long as you're not hurting other people, I'm just so. Ba- I guess it's the. I can almost see the self-lubricating butt. That's going to be <laughs> ideal for a lot of people. I get it. It's the it's the nutting that I'm just not, like nodding, not nodding. nutting. <laughs> I mean, they are nutting to not, but the nodding. Oh. Excuse me, the nodding that I'm just like. I after this, I never want to hear that word. Every single time anybody looks up my name on the internet, this will exist. <laughs> we yeah. need to get the transcript to get some oh, SEO going. Um, So my thoughts were kind of when we were talking about this is there's a lot here that's like very like, like pregnant related. It's like very like, Mm um, it's, it's, I mean, I'm hoping that like in the fan fictions, like there's also like relationships, they're having to deal with all this stuff and they're having to, but, but like this intense need for like babies is kind of like maybe pushing some of this, the, the way that it works. I don't know. What do you think? I'm going to say that yes, but also no, because there's also a very big thing within these tropes, which are suppressants. So it's basically there suppressants is a medication or a shot or something that is done to uh. that the Omega does to basically like birth control, like stop. Oh, uh, OK, OK. Um, and this is like where there's a lot of so dire. <laughs> yeah. So it's like and there's a lot of variations on that. There's like certain things where it being like, oh, you have you have to take suppressants, but you need to let it out every so often. Like there's a lot of or like you're on suppressants your entire life or it, it's it's really interesting. Um, Jaron, do you have any questions before I move on? No, I'm, I'm just I'm just listening. Okay, <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so like it's like a lot of reoccurring themes. Let's let's talk about that okay. is. um there is a very large theme of the fact like of having to register this secondary gender or sex to the government oh. and then being forced into arrange, arranged marriages because like there is there's a, there's a lot to be said about this this whole world that has been built on the internet and and a big part of yeah. it is the fact that um you've got fan fiction is majority written by women for women and there is a problem and there are a lot of like uh a major a vast majority i think it's like 46 percent of fan fiction is male on male relationships and there's a lot of conversations about fetishization and like 
all of that in the ecosystem currently. But something that like when I see ABO or Omegaverse, what I see is females forcing something that they see every day in their lives upon the opposite gender. It's like how Mm. women are constantly seen less by society. The government is controlling our bodies. Um, We don't get a choice with who we marry. Um, Like, you know, like those things that like in history, women have had to deal with and are still dealing with. And so when I see ABO, it is have it, it's a tool to live in that world and to like and to kind of see how others are forced upon it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it, it's it's why a lot of women go to it. it's a lot of why a lot of people in the LGBT plus community also go towards it. It's because fan fiction we can live in the worlds that we wanted. Or, you know, just have two people that we would really like fuck, you know, (laughs) or get, yeah, or get mad or be like mad about how the fact that like, because we're a woman and we like our ability to get a, um, I just forgot the word for abortion. Abortion is a question that is constantly, uh, being pulled into question. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, can we, can we not? Like currently in Texas, illegal. Can't do it. Birth control is also controversial in certain situations, mm-hmm. right? So that's all like, cause like, so you were bringing up the fact like the suppressants and, and I was like, oh, it's like birth control. And I was like, I literally was like, well, thank God for those people. You know what I mean? Cause I yeah. was feeling so bad for them. And then I'm like, wait, am I like having repressed emotions about just women in general? <laughs> you just made me think of that. I was like, oh God. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, and like, that's kind of, that's like the, like kind of sad part about it is like, that's kind of, I feel like where a lot of it has stemmed from because like, again, let's start back to like where the first fan fiction of this trope was, was a man on man, like stereotypically like super masculine men being forced into these stereotypes. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, there's also, I, I just thought of a game I could do really easily, which is like, if I give you a couple, like, let's say this is a female male who's alpha, who's the beta of Kylo Ren and Ray. Oh, come on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Ray is a- the alpha. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, often Wait. Kylo is the alpha. No. Yes. Well, did you did you watch the same movies as I did? You that man a is a simp and we all know it and we all loved it. He was a little like obsessive, wasn't he? Like- I gotta agree with Steffi here on the <laughs> Well, I, I thought the same thing. <laughs> thinks otherwise. Well, and that's right. there's also these. Here's the thing: is that a lot, a lot of these fan fictions, is the main character is an Omega who doesn't want to be an Omega, and it's them fighting the stereotypes of the world forcing upon them. I can imagine because um, okay, I'll be real honest: being an Omega kind of sounds like it sucks. Just yeah. throwing it out there. <laughs> Like, I would not want to have to deal with all that bullshit. So before we, because this is an episode we wanted to do for a while, but we also wanted to make sure we're, like, really sensitive, make sure mm. we're not, like, being dicks about it. Uh, one of the things we did, I did a little bit, is just kind of research, like, how people react to ABO. And I found this one person's, like, whole write about it. And they were like, yeah, it, 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 ABO has definitely changed for them. But mm-hmm. the one thing is, is that they're definitely trying to fight the rules that are kind of gross, like the things that are very focused on, like sex and um, genitals. I, I feel so weird saying this out loud. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Tell me I, about it, Steph. <laughs> it's super fun having to explain this on the Internet and knowing my boss or my little sister will probably listen to this. Your boss knows all about you. It's fine. Yes. Um, <laughs> 
yeah, it, it's it. There a lot of fanfic writers I've known. Uh, this person has known is like trying to stray away from like the weirder stuff, like the genitals, not the sex stuff, because everyone wants like a lot of people like sex. That's what but, people are here for. Yeah, mm. uh, but they're trying to get away from stuff like that. But they also use this to basically what you said, fight fight the stereotypes and put it into the story. They put all these stereotypes that they hate in the book or story and then their character fights it all and wins the day, you know? And it's really... some kind of... therapeutic, basically. Mm. There's also... This is a... I feel like I should put a bigger trigger warning on this. There's also a lot of conversations about whether or not, like, in Omega, if they are in heat, can they consensually consent? Mm -hmm to anything it's like they are out of their mind they are run by their hormones like is that legal and like the, it's really interesting to see how different fan fiction writers take that mm-hmm. and then also there's a lot of fan fiction fan fiction also again as you were saying therapeutic people use fan fiction as a tool to cope with certain traumas or things that happen mm-hmm. and like abo again they i see it a lot of recurring themes where there is an omega who has gone through some difficulty and they uh, or they like were forced into a relationship they were not wanting to do. And it's them then learning how to recover and finding comfort in other parts of their lives or like finding the ability to trust someone again and mm-hmm. like, and stuff like that, which is really mm-hmm. interesting in my brain. Um, uh, and then also there's part of the reason why I've stumbled upon this at all in my life is that one of my favorite tropes as a whole is soulmates. And that is so, so common within ABO. Because that is it's- so, so you. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to derail that. Oh, no. my God. That makes sense, Sarah. Yeah. So uh, it's a really big thing, like true mates, is because it's, again, following the, like, werewolf, mm-hmm. wolf thing situation. Like, true mates are um, people like an Omega and Alpha that are supposed to be together. And that's how I stumbled upon this. And it's, like, very cute to see like sometimes it's a government arranged marriage and they're like eh but then it's like them finding that oh wait they are perfect for each other like the if there's that book series matched if anybody ever um read that book series which was the concept of a government arranged marriage that are interesting yeah actually do you know what this is reminding me of and i don't know if you're bringing it up or not so i apologize if i'm skipping Mm -hmm. ahead it reminds me of twilight i wasn't gonna bring up twilight uh in twilight uh there's a character named jacob who uh is a werewolf sort of it's yeah it gets explained later um (laughs) and he uh what's the word he imprints on a baby meaning that baby is his soulmate and he's like oh it's not sexual at first because you know we're best friends where you're gonna be together forever but like it's definitely implied that it's gonna be a thing later on Mm. um and that's why Jacob was attracted to Bella because of his future, basically, wife. Was in her body. God, yes. why did we let that happen? <laughs> why did I watch like- Twilight last night? Because it's good. <laughs> Dude, I read all the books, like, just a year ago. I can't really judge anyone because I literally rebought all the books and I marathon the movies. They're awful, but, you know... Why yeah. do we like that stuff? I don't know. It, it is interesting, though, that you bring that up because... Lots of people were like, okay, that's a little weird. Um, But I think you're right. There is something to that. And there's a little bit of this other concept in it, which might be just the wolf thing. Mm -hmm. But then like the ABO structure is also kind of like, there's just, now that you're saying it, there's so many tropes. It's like, 
that fit soulmates. within this. Yeah, like this structure, right? Mm-hmm. Or Can like, I ask a question though? Yeah. We've been talking a lot about alphas and omegas. Like, what happens to all the betas? Like, what is they just what is their live job? their lives? <laughs> like, literally, it's so much of it is like most of the fan fiction. There are cut occasionally betas. There's a lot of like maybe a beta is a third to a duo of an alpha and a beta. An OT three, some might say. Ooh. Yeah. But um, <laughs> generally, sometimes some fan fiction writers don't even include betas. They're just like, there's alphas or there are omegas. There's no betas. But there's um, like these like betas off in the distance somewhere. Like, look at all those betas out there doing their thing. <laughs> well, and the thing is, is betas are it, it's free roam betas. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I feel like I also should go in the alphas a little bit more because there's some stuff I haven't mentioned. But um, betas, they, in a lot of the fan fiction where they are included, it's just like, they're just like middle of the range. Like, they're like um, middle class people. They're just like, they ate the top of the food chain. They're not the bottom of the food chain. They're just living their lives and existing. And they don't usually get into the politics of this other situation. Or there's a lot of times like, heat houses like a government sanctioned building where you could go and spend your heat so that you are protected uh <laughs> excuse me <laughs> you can't you can't just drop something like heat houses and move on Woo, okay uh, well it's like let's say you're an omega in heat but the thing is is that you know that your heat could trigger an alpha's rut and you are not in a relationship. Usually, you don't got called, no suppressants. And you don't have any. And let's say you don't want to be on suppressants or something like you can't be. Your suppressants wore out. Like that's like a thing. Like because some of you might know. Like sometimes if you take birth control, take it too long, stops working. And like so, it's like one of those. Like it's suppressants are a very one on one ratio to birth control. Um, but so you would go to. Uh, I think more commonly they're not called heat houses, but heat clinics. Um, <laughs> Wait, and there's two ways there's two ways this can be done is one there is a room for and also i don't know if i said this heats last several days it's not like a couple of, it's like, it's like several yeah it's like usually three to three to days to seven days all right oh interesting mm, i wonder what that's reminding me of <laughs> uh yeah yeah exactly um man it would suck if it's a heavy flow heat oh <laughs> <laughs> I, but, I, I'm sorry. I'm no, it's there this, right there. No, you're it, the jokes are there because it's so clear. But um, yeah. So like there's two ways that people approach these is one. Um, there are. Volunteer airy alphas that you can uh, like that is a trained like government. Rent, yeah. Rent an alpha. OK. Yeah. And they work at the clinic uh, oh, nice. or there is just a room with uh, AIDS. Uh, in the room to help you get through the um, days. <laughs> I would just want to say that I'm a little disappointed that we don't have that in real life. Uh, not the that somebody's there. <laughs> Wait, let me. Let me. <laughs> let me. I just drank my beer. What? What? No. Uh, not the that somebody's there. Wait, let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. That's a very okay, specific continue. part that I meant. I meant okay. just when it's that time of the month that you can go somewhere and just vibe for a few days while it happens. That's what I'm they saying. Have, you know, they have like you know rom coms and chocolate and bubble baths. After yeah. Ready, right? Yeah, exactly. That's that's what I meant. I'm so sorry. 
<laughs> I too, Steffi, would like to rent an alpha. No, just oh my god. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Okay. So what were you trying to say? I zoned out because I just was... I, I meant that there was a place that we could go that time of the month just to vibe, have chocolate, mm. you know, binge watch our favorite rom-coms and just relax like, with nobody bothering us. You know how, like, it's getting more prevalent for, like, people to have, like, nursing areas for moms at work? Like, what if we just had, like, the period room where it was, like, just go. <laughs> There's, like, hang out. <laughs> There's, like, a heating pad there for your tummy. So and- I feel like you guys are dig- degressing society yeah, because that is what you had to do as like a woman you had to like go and banish yourself back in well, like the bible back days in the day, yeah mm-hmm. that's what i was thinking yeah you too, weren't allowed so I'm like oh. I'm, not, I'm not saying like you will need it like it's nothing to be forced to go but if it's it's there if you want it because there's yeah. many times where i'm at work I, this is totally off topic and now I'm really <laughs> yeah no anyway, maybe we should it, get- just let me just finish to say I'm just saying, I just wish that sometimes I can just leave in the middle of the day of work and just go lie down and cry for an hour while I'm dealing with that stuff because it hurts. Yeah. Take a lunch yeah. break, you know? And then yeah. Back. yeah. Yeah. All right, again. Um, there. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to look through my notes here. Uh, I did a lot of research on a uh, topic I don't even know if it's worth going into, and we should almost wait for an episode. Maybe I'll tint it. All right, let's. Uh, but no, but I just wanted to also talk about the alphas because okay. we keep talking about how shitty it is for the omegas. Mm-hmm. Well, it just but sounds also, like, it sounds like just, they're just dealing with so many it's factors. It's not great yeah. for the alphas either. Okay. I feel oh. like if in this story you want to be the beta because yes. they're all doing their own random stuff on each side. Like the they're alphas are dealing with or something, you know? Yeah. Alphas <laughs> are dealing with, you know, their nuts and the omegas. <laughs> their it's not butts. their nuts, Steffi. It's their dick. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's talk about alphas. What are their struggles? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just I'm... the alphas. So here's the, I'll be honest. Omegas definitely have it worse, mm-hmm. but alphas um they generally have are they have less control of their anger and they theoretically are a little bit more aggressive mm-hmm. um and they also generally like because they are triggered by the omega's heat they could be like out living their lives in a committed relationship and they smell an omega in heat and they will go after that omega because that is their thing so like it's like a lose-lose for everyone involved because like the alpha doesn't want to be getting with that omega the omega doesn't want to be getting with that alpha but then it happens because they're they lose control over their mental facilities can an alpha be in a committed relationship with someone that's not an omega or does that yes. or those two have to it depends on which which world you're looking at yeah. some people write it where they can't some people have it with two alphas two omegas alpha betas and all of those in between all right it's just something about the uh, omega alpha they, they trigger each mm-hmm. other like honestly reading ice planet barbarians which is another episode go check it out on roostgeet.com um <laughs> a good uh, one. yeah it's a good one uh ice planet barbarians actually holds a lot of themes that i see in abo mm-hmm. you've got breeding for lack of a better word um you've got weird dicks and you've got the need to mate um mm. and have a and a soulmate um so like reading that i was like oh this was absolutely some shit picked out of fan fiction there's no way mm-hmm. um but it's it's a really interesting fandom to like dip your toe into and i almost highly recommend it because you can find some that barely barely mention the sex because there's 
a lot of like government revolutions and ups like upsetting social distress and like it's mm -hmm. really fascinating to like see like it's usually like as I said, it's usually a story that's from an Omega's point of view and it's them finding an alpha who isn't a giant dick because generally alphas are awful. Um, finding an alpha who's not a giant dick and like the alpha leading them and helping them to giving them the tools to become a uh, free human being. Hmm. All right. Yeah. So there's a reason I also wanted to talk about this is because ABO uh, recently kind of popped off on uh, TikTok. Yeah. So, as it uh, does. And the best part is the reason it did is, oh, I don't remember the creator. I had it written down. Uh, there was a creator. <laughs> sorry. Did it not off on TikTok? I'm sorry. That's an awful joke. Steffi. Oh, know. my God. No. Um, basically, the TikTok... <laughs> was uh this woman going asking the question what does an omega do during ramadan which is a holiday where yeah. i believe you are not supposed to eat between eat and i don't I think sun up and sun down yeah I, I don't know but basically this one person makes this tiktok and everybody's like what the fuck? And they like it because they think it's funny. And then every single everybody's TikTok just became o ABO. Everybody who liked that TikTok, it somehow sent everybody like. And I just kept seeing like that day, I kept seeing people being like, "I like one TikTok. Can I get the fuck off this train?" Like I don't know how I'm here, <laughs> but it was like so many. And I was one of those people. Like there were so many TikToks being like, "Oh, uh, your depressing room is just your nest, and you just need to admit that to yourself." Oh jeez, um, we were just talking about that. <laughs> Steffi's face. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Ooh. And um, it was like, careful oh, with TikTok. <laughs> so and so, oh, we Dangerous. all know that Tom Hiddleston is such an Omega because he kneeled in Loki and like stuff like that just is all over TikTok. And like, I still see it every once in a while. I see like a weird, like one off TikTok of somebody being like, um, well, I mean, Let's be honest. Like, aren't we all getting our nests ready for spring? And it's just like, what's going on? Can we can we stop? Can we? I I would really look. I know TikTok is collecting our data. Whatever it gets, it sends me the good stuff. I I understand. Um, I would really like to read the profile that it has on each of us and what it thinks of us as a person. Oh, that'd be fun. TikTok, tell me what you think. <laughs> tell me um, who I am inside. <laughs> That is so wild, Sarah, because like I totally once again missed that on TikTok and I'm, you know, I'm on it like four hours a day, basically. <laughs> yeah. OK, so I double checked just to be clear in Ramadan, uh, husbands and wives are prohibited from engaging in sexual in intercourse. So oh, somebody was saying okay. if Nome uh... has the heat during Ramadan, what does that mean? And this girl, like she just posts shit ton of like Omega verse and like specific jokes. And I her I'm going to try and find her. Uh, but it was so Sarah typing. Funny. Okay, I'm sorry. Hey, yeah, I'm just gonna talk so you guys can't hear my uh typing. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, so in does that do you have more on it? Because like I have I now have way more of an idea what ABO yeah. is. I had okay, I thought I knew what it was. I did not understand it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I knew. I've seen a couple videos. I still was not prepared. I, I can kind of, so this might be something that we could go into in a whole other episode, and I'll like kind of mention this, is that there currently is a giant lawsuit going on around mm -hmm. ABO. 
Ooh. Um, because there's this author, Addison Kane, in um, 2016. She published a book called Born to be Bound, which is an eight. It was a uh, Batman fan fiction that she repackaged as Fifty Shades of Grey did for Twilight. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And then another author named Zoe Ellis published a series called Myth and Omega in 2018. So that's a two years difference. And um, the first author, Kane, uh, enacted the Digital Millennium Copyright Act and had um, Ellis's book stop being sold, saying that Alpha Beta Omega is something that she copyrighted and that Ellis publishing this is illegal. Okay, actually, uh, that's slightly incorrect. Uh, this oh. is the one thing I kind of do know about because that's what the video I watched was. It's not that she is copywriting uh, ABO or anything. She's saying, um, basically what it seems like is that Kane wants to be the forefront author in it. So she said that um, Ellis was still in her story, not the ABO elements, all the other stuff. So I, yes, I, I don't know. Because, because you can't copyright ABO. Cause it's no, you too- can't. But it's so I this is a quote because I'm on the there's a New York Times article about this. If you guys want to fucking look it up, because that's the world we live in. There's I read a New York. But in it, it says that (laughs) that that it had certain elements such as couples sniffing, purr, growling, nest in a den like enclosure, neck biting to leave claim marks and experiencing something called nodding. Uh is kind of what it says but the thing is it's uh, it's a it is ridiculous put it in the Uh, show notes yeah the thing is is that um the secondary author ellis uh went to a federal judge in virginia who was considering whether the allegations and the consequences merit the payout of more than a million dollars because it was a unlawful cease and desist of sorts basically mm-hmm. oh jeez um, that's a lot and it seems that it is still in court but a different court now because it uh it sounded like uh the company had said oh okay so miss kane in federal court uh so they it was in oklahoma where Miss Ellis, digital distributor, is based, seeking $1.25 million in damages for defamation, interfering with Miss Ellis's career, and for filing for a fault copyright infringement notice. Mm-hmm. So that's where I got the copyright thing earlier stuff. Okay. But um, So there are uh, certain elements that she's saying that the other took, but it, some of them sound like just basic ABO. And that's why the other girl, stuff. like, so that's why the second person is basically suing this person, being like, hey, I... This is like for this to be an ABO story, X, Y, and Z have to exist. And these are commonly accepted things within this fandom. And apparently, since then, other authors are trying to copyright other tropes. And there's this huge question being like with fan fiction to publish print, and there's these existing tropes. Where's the copyright? Yeah, where's the legality? It's actually it's actually been a very big issue for a while, not just in this case, where like romance authors would try to copyright a trope or something. Like I I can't remember exactly what phrase it was, but there was a romance uh, romance uh, writer who wrote like copyrighted like um, 
either it was like heat or booty or Mr. Booty or something like that. Very something very typical in the romance genre of mm. the smut variation. Um, and she like tries to take down anyone else who uses that exact phrase, even though it's very common. And it's been a huge issue and it's really it's it sucks and it's sad, but it's also a little bit funny. Lawyers who have nothing to do with this having to research this. Oh, I know. That's the it's... only funny part. Everything else is very serious, and this is a very serious problem. Yeah, I, I can imagine that. Like, if you're a writer and you don't realize that you have like you want to write an ABO story, and you don't even know that you're walking into like uh, something that could potentially get you sued. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like there's no rules out there that are like, this is taken, this is taken, this is taken. You just write your thing, you publish it. And then you get a letter in the mail. I feel like that's yeah. like really unfair. Um, oh wait, and- no, the best part is she didn't get a letter in the mail. One of her, like a reader goes, Hey, I tried to buy your book on Barnes and Noble and they say, I can't buy it there. And oh, she was geez. like, what? Wow. And then that's how she found out about it. According to this New York times article that I, skimmed before this uh recording all right we have to wrap up any final words before we get going i think that there's a longer a larger conversation about fan fiction and legality that we will have one day in the future uh here on this podcast to discuss and also i'm really intrigued to see how it goes um abo uh double check your tags if you want to dive into that boat because there is some weird shit there is some illegal shit there is some weird sex shit so uh uh, be respectful. Be careful. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ashley, before I do our send off and everything. ABO. Who knew? <laughs> it's a wild world, man. <laughs> All right. And with that, remember, please leave a review. We'll just randomly select, uh, select people to give a shout out during our show. Um, download us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. If you want to watch the video version, it. Watch us wherever you watch Rooster Tooth content. Uh, we love you. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Uh, hopefully we'll get more episodes. We love you so much. Oh, God, this is a great show. Uh, let us know what you think about ABO. Okay, bye. Yeah, tell us. Tell us. Uh, new episodes Friday. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Give us a review. We love you. Bye. Bye.